Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Brad Brownell of Clemson has led the Tigers to what is at this point one of the handful of greatest seasons in men's hoops in the history of that school. Tough stretch run ahead, including hosting Duke on Sunday. Coach Brownell will drop by live a little bit later this hour. You're free for all Friday phone calls before and after. One story I promised, and then as many of your calls as we can get to, 1-800-849-2761. All right, Darren, you and I have both seen marriage proposals at sporting events. That happened again last night somewhere in the American sports world. Really, at this point, it's almost passe, right? I'm a to each his own, to each her own. I don't make fun of those who do it that way. I do know personally that I might have not have married the lovely and talented Maria had I chosen that particular platform. That might have been, to steal our Valentine's Day question, a deal breaker for the lovely and talented Maria. And right? I think I think that's uh, the case with uh, many women, I would say, gotta know from your, what I've heard. Yeah, you got to know. know your potential spouse, right? The, to me, there's no right and no wrong here. If she would be energized by that platform, well, go ahead and do it. You could be a complete stranger. I'm going to stand and celebrate complete strangers when she says hello on the Jumbotron, right? Something I had never seen until last night in the history of American sports, although maybe it happened. I don't know. And you get to guess the city where it happened, Darren. The same couple that got engaged on the video board, the way we've seen hundreds and hundreds of times before in every part of America, in virtually every sport. You even see it at college games from time to time. Same couple that got engaged that night on the Jumbotron in the same building on the same night, and it was last night, got officially married. Like, within hours of the engagement. Now, that I've never seen. And frankly, I'm not sure if the marriage therapist would advise this particular road, right? Time for an engagement? Oh, yeah, let's just go ahead and get married tonight. If you had to guess any American city where that would have happened, you tell me where it might have happened. If I had a little more time to research, I would look up who, who all played at home last <laughs> night, for instance. In all the sports but it's got, But it's got to be an intense, a I'll, relatively intense sports city. You need a hint? Yeah. It's also a great place for a bachelor party. Easy to fly to, easy to fly from. That makes from. sense. In Vegas, And of what course. happens there stays there, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Las Vegas now has a hockey team. And I kid you not. Last night at a Vegas Golden Knights home game, there were the cheers when a couple got engaged on the Jumbotron. There was the exclamation, she said yes. And later that same evening, Stephen Pacenti, who had proposed to his girlfriend Carrie in the first period and accepted the cheers from the assembled Golden Knights fan, later that night... They got married in the building, and I kid you not, I swear I am not making this up or exaggerating. The master of the ceremony was an Elvis Presley impersonator of course. from the Elvis Chapel in Las Vegas. He's done that marriage thing many a time. You know, it's not as tough to get your ordained minister certificate in some parts of the country as it is in others. That actually happened. They were married by Elvis at an NHL game 
within hours of getting engaged. Just another day at the office in Las Vegas sports history. Brad Brownell is doing anything but the ordinary with his Clemson Tigers. They host the Duke Blue Devils on Sunday afternoon at Little John Coliseum. They are both ranked among the dozen best teams in the nation as we speak. Coach Brownell, formerly the head coach of the UNC Wilmington Seahawks, eight years into his tenure at Clemson, he's gone from people wondering if he was going to get fired this spring to having one of the best teams in Clemson basketball history. Brad Brownell live next on the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. In my 31 years covering the ACC, there are three Clemson basketball teams that stand out as having the best bodies of work. Cliff Ellis had one, Rick Barnes had one, and joining us now, Brad Brownell of the 2018 Clemson Tigers has one. There's work to do, and it's the mighty Duke Blue Devils visiting Little John on Sunday afternoon, but we are always excited to talk with Brad Brownell. Coach, welcome back to the David Glenn Show. How are you? I'm doing great, David. Hope you are, buddy. We're doing really well, and I'm excited for you, man. This spring, people were wondering whether you were going to stay at Clemson, and now you're in charge of the number 11 team in the entire nation. How do you explain that to folks who have not been following your story? This is year eight, and because of some patience that we don't often see in college sports, it looks like that patience is paying off in a huge way. Yeah, I don't think people thought we were going to have a very good team this year. We lost some good players. Certainly, Jerron Blossom game uh, uh, was an all-ACC player the last couple of years, and we lost him. But, you know, David, we really felt good about our team coming back. We uh, we had five guys coming in that, that we thought, uh, in terms of returners, that were older players. Our backcourt had been through the ACC last year with Shelton Mitchell and Marquise Reed. Uh, it was their first year to, to kind of play for us, and I thought their their experience was invaluable. Um, Elijah Thomas inside his first year to play for us. Just felt like all those guys were going to be better. Uh, and then our two seniors, Gabe DeVoe and Dante Grantham, uh, we we knew that Dante, when he moved to the four spot for our team, was was going to have a really special senior season. We just uh, he's a he's an unbelievable young man. It, it's awful that he had yeah. the ACL tear here at the end of the season, and now kind of ended his college career because he was on pace to have an all-ACC season. But he, he got us off to the great start this year. He's been our vocal leader, our, our guy that's really kind of believed in this team and, and given our other guys a lot of confidence. And Gabe DeVoe's really done a good job since Dante's gone out of shooting the ball and just uh, trying to provide some other senior leadership. But uh, we felt really good about our starting five coming back. We felt like we had five guys that could all score in double figures uh, on a regular basis and, and probably thought we were, you know, being overlooked by a lot of people. Brad Brownell is joining us. You can follow Coach on Twitter at Coach underscore Brownell. His Tigers number 11 in the national polls hosting Duke Sunday, 1 o'clock on the ACC Network. You mentioned a couple guys with ties to our great state. Gabe DeVoe is having a fantastic season. And it was freaky the other night, Coach. Shelton Mitchell uh, gets hit on the head, and he's wobbly trying to stand up in Tallahassee the other night. Uh, the last I saw, he's in the concussion protocol. Do you even have an update as to whether you'll have another of your best players available for the Devils on Sunday? Yeah, I'll know more uh, probably later tonight or tomorrow, I would say. Probably tomorrow is when we're going to know a little bit more. He's still in concussion protocol. They're going to examine him here again later this afternoon see how he's doing we're just very blessed and thankful that it wasn't anything more serious than that he got a pretty good whack on the head he's he's gotten a, he's had one uh concussion earlier so wasn't his first time uh obviously we took him to the hospital he stayed in Tallahassee the night after the game and 
Uh, thankfully, all the, the CAT scan stuff came out negative, so he's he's good that way, but certainly uh, still dealing with some issues. This is year eight for you, Coach. At what at some point in your tenure, did you decide, you know, it's too hard to, to sign the prep All-Americans with, you know, Duke and Carolina and others in the neighborhood because we read about there being more transfers than ever. And I think you're one of the best examples of tapping into that pipeline because Shelton Mitchell, formerly of Vanderbilt, uh, I mean, I know you know all these things, but Marquise Reed comes from what a smaller school, Robert Morris, David Scarra from uh, Valparaiso, Elijah Thomas from Texas A&M. It, it feels like in modern times, you better tap the transfer market or you're shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah, a little bit. We, we, we did have the idea that we, would, we were going to start recruiting a couple transfers. It didn't all we didn't have some grand plan of anything of like hey we know we're going to get this guy or have a great chance at that guy or anything like that it's all kind of unique in how it happened you know Shelton Mitchell was a guy that we recruited extremely hard out of out of high school right. and obviously originally he was going to go to Wake and uh really kind of chose Wake and then there the coaching change and so he ended up couldn't transfer to us at that time he went to Vanderbilt and then a year later was was ready to come back to the ACC so that's kind of how that happened Marquise Reed was a guy we didn't know anything about until we played him. And uh, he had a great, se- great season at Robert Morris as a freshman and played very well against us in a game and played well against a couple other ACC schools, Duke and Carolina. And for whatever reason, he decided he wanted to try a, a bigger situation. And to be honest with you, he still wasn't recruited very hard uh, after that. Hmm. So we, we were able to, to get him. Uh, and then Elijah Thomas uh, just kind of fell in our lap. Really, not a lot of people recruited Elijah after his situation and and the kind of the same with David Scar, the little under recruited guy on a transfer situation. So we kind of just taken some guys that a lot of people weren't sure about or were looking to play at a higher level or a new situation. Uh, and it's kind of worked out for us. Uh, I think our guys have been very hungry and uh, they're certainly talented guys. And the, the year to sit out has been good for them in terms of learning our system and getting bigger and stronger. A guy like Marquise Reed is a different player now than he was when he first came on our campus two years ago. Yeah, and that's my next question. I mean, Gabe DeVoe, I saw him in high school. He did not shoot all that well for you last year, and now he's an incredibly confident shooter. Marquise Reed was like a maybe a 10-point-a-game guy, 20 minutes-a-game guy, not spectacular. And, and I have an all-ACC ballot dude soon, Coach, and I have him among the top 10 players in the ACC. What is happening, maybe even when the coaches are not allowed to supervise in the offseason, it sounds like a healthy culture there because don't guys don't get that much better year to year by accident. Yeah, I really think we have a culture of work. Uh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, we, we really preach it. And, you know, as a coaching staff, we believe in sweat equity and we're out there with our guys a lot. We do a lot of work before practice, after practice, in the mornings. We do all kinds of things in the off season and, and really just try to, you know, create this culture of work. And uh, I think our guys get better. I think Gabe DeVoe is, a product of, of continuing to work, but I think it's some of it's just confidence and opportunity. Uh, he and Marquise were both guys that came off our bench last year, and so I think just the opportunity to be a consistent starter, uh, get your confidence after you have a couple of good games uh, has really helped those guys, and obviously now they're playing at a very high level. That Mike Krzyzewski guy has taken a slightly different approach to build a top 10 team nationally. Marvin Bagley, lottery pick. Wendell Carter Jr., lottery pick. Other future NBA first-rounders. How do you prepare uh, for the Devils on Sunday and their visit when Marvin Bagley hasn't even played the last two games? And last I saw, 
uh, there was no official proclamation as to whether he's going to face you. I mean, that, that's a probable ACC player of the year, and you're not even sure if he's going to play. How do you handle that? Well, you'll prepare like he's going to play uh, for certain uh, and then just have to wait and see what happens. Uh, it, they certainly have played extremely well the last two games uh, without him. They just have a lot of great players, and obviously Coach K does a, an unbelievable job with whoever you give him. Uh, Grayson Allen is certainly – you know, seems back to him his old self. He's playing at an unbelievably high level. Uh, he seems to be getting a few more of the shots maybe that he was sharing with Bagley, with Bagley being gone. Uh, I think they're playing with a lot of confidence right now. Uh, Virginia Tech was playing about as well as anybody in our league uh, here for a while, and, and uh, they played very well against Tech. Uh, so I, I think, you know, they're going to play well. We understand that. Uh, it doesn't matter who's, who's starting a game for those guys. I only have about 30 seconds, but is it, is, is it fair to say that in your eight years as Clemson, little John doesn't get up any more than for, you know, a top 10-ish Duke team visiting? I mean, do you expect one of the best environments you've seen? Yeah, we've had some unbelievable environments, David. I think we've, we've sold out maybe every one but one of the ACC games already. Uh, this year, our crowd has been unbelievable. The building is electric uh, when we get the – get our fan base in there, I'd put it up against most places. Uh, and certainly that'll be the case on Sunday with uh, another great Duke team coming to Clemson. Brad Brownell, as always, thanks for the visit. And in this case, just congratulations on a fantastic season so far. Thanks, buddy. Good to be with you. Always fun. Former UNC Wilmington head coach Brad Brownell, outstanding with the Seahawks, outstanding as a head coach at Wright State in the Horizon League, and now having the best of his eight seasons with the Clemson Tigers. Number 12 Duke at number 11 Clemson, one of the many highlights of the college basketball weekend to come. Back after this on the David Glenn Show. 